All right, here we go. Lamed Vav Amud Aleph. In Mesechtas Brachas, we were discussing, we're discussing different Berchas Hanenen. That's what the sixth parak is all about. Givaldik Perak. Um, we discussed yesterday, let's say one just wants to take the olive oil straight down without, without any other uh, food to dip it in. No, he just wants to drink the olive oil straight. What bracha does one make on it? So today we're going to have a similar question. What if one wants to eat raw flour? What bracha would one make in such a situation? So let's see. We are uh, about 10 lines from the top, two dots. Kim chadachiti, flour. What bracha does one make on flour? Wheat flour. So if Yehuda aimer bayer priyadama, if nachman amashakal niyabadvar, it's machlekes if we would make a bayer priyadama or a shahakal. Don't argue in Rav Yehuda, meaning it makes more sense to make a Hadama, like Rav Yehuda says. Right, olive oil, as we know, we would make a eights, as we discussed previously. Alma, we see. Even though it changes, right, even though the form changes, the bracha remains the same. Right, it changed from olive to oil, and yet the bracha remained the same. So hachanami here too. Even though the it changed from wheat to flour, the bracha remains the same. So if it was wheat, one would make a hadama. So therefore, one should make a hadama on the flour as well. Zikmar says no. That's not a good comparison. Me dummy, can you compare those two? aluvi achrina. Over there, the buck stops there. Once you make oil olives into oil, that's the last. The last possible state one can make it into. Olive oil is the, is the last stop. But hacha, but here by flour, is leilavayachrina. We can make it into something else. What can we make flour into? You guessed it. Bepas, we can make it into bread. So we can make, we still, we, it's in this limbo stage, right? On the one hand, flour, yes, it's not wheat, but it's not bread yet. Oil is already at the last stage. So therefore, we wouldn't change it. We, we, maybe we would change the bracha. So therefore, if there's no other, if there's another stage, then you wouldn't make a hadama. El shahakal, right? Make a shahakal. That's the assumption. The assumption is why? Why by flour would we make a shahakal, whereas oil we would make a hadama? Because oil, that's the last stage of the process. Whereas flour can still be made into bread. So therefore, you'd make a shahakal. So Gemara is going to say, is that the case? We have a raw gourd or pumpkin. And flour. You make a shahakal. My love. What does that mean? The chiti must be that wheat flour. Right. And by the way, that is I'm sorry. That is referring to barley flour. So barley flour and gourd. One would make a shahakal. So that implies that wheat flour. One would make a bayupriyadama. Where is this law? That's not the case. The chiti No. Just like barley flour, one would make a, sh- a shahakal. So to wheat flour, make a shahakal. If you tell me that chiti make a shahakal, if you tell me that wheat flour one would make a shahakal, certainly barley flour would make a shahakal. So says no. If we would have just said that one makes a shahakal by wheat flour, hava. I mean, I would think I would think that one only makes a shahakal by wheat flour, but by barley flour there would be no bracha whatsoever. Kamash that there is a bracha on barley. Mar says, is it worse than salt and fish brine? The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Alamelech, he has a lot of new words today. The Tanan, Alamelech, we learned in the Mishnah that on salt and fish brine, I'm a shakal So therefore, if we make a, a shahakal on, on melech and fish brine, we make a bracha, certainly we would make a bracha on barley. 
So what would be the Havamina? Tomorrow says, no, Istrach. We need it. We need it, meaning there is a Havamina that we would make a bracha on salt and fish brine and not barley flour. Why? Because I would think of it in There are times that people would just take down salt and fish brine plain. Now, it's a tongue twist over there. So, the, uh, but, but when it comes to barley flour, since it's rough on one's intestines, I might think since it's damaging, one wouldn't make a bracha at all. No, the Gemara comes to teach us that since there is still pleasure, yes, true, it's tough on one's intestines, and it can even be damaging, but at the end of the day, there is pleasure that one is deriving from it, and therefore one is required to make a bracha. Viter, kaira, which I believe are palm shoots, palm shoots. Rav Yehuda Oimer, Rav Yehuda Oimer Amar, Bayre Priya Adama, Shmuel Amar Shakalim Bebar. Again, a machlekes, what one would make on these palm shoots? Rav Yehuda Oimer, Bayre Priya Adama, Peira Hu. Why does he say he make a bracha? Because it's a Peira. It's a Peira, it's a Pri. Since eventually it will harden, therefore one will make a shahakal, because it's going to change in, in its form. smart one. It makes sense like what you said, to make a ehadam on it, same thing as we had before. Why? Because we have a radish, again a new food, a radish, it's eventually going to harden, and we make a bar priyadamah. And it's not so, it's different. It's different, the pugla. They say you can't compare the radish to the, to the palm shoot. Because by the radish, when it's planted, the person has in mind to eat it. Right? But dikla, but when one, when one plants a date tree, let me ask you a question. When you plant a date tree, do you have in mind to eat the palm shoots? I'm assuming not. So that's the point. Dikla, when one plants a palm tree or a date tree, loy niti inchi adai to the kaira. The person doesn't have in mind when planting it to eat the palm shoot, so you can't compare the two. So, oh, so Gemara is going to ask, wait a second. So if you don't have kavana when you're planting it, so therefore you can't, you don't make a brach on it, but look at a bush. A slav is a type of bush where there's a lot of different fruits, a lot of different things growing out of it. Right? So Gemara says, ah, but he's planting it with the knowledge to eat the pirchas. It's the shells and different and the leaves, right? Have different parts of the bush. But of the fruits themselves, I'm a So therefore we see that even if one, uh, even if one, uh, if one plants the tzlaf without knowledge, they still have to make a bracha, right? If one plants the tzlaf without knowledge of eating anything, they still make a bracha on the shells and on the things that aren't per se edible. That's because a tzlaf is planted for the food. There's different things on a tzlaf. There's many different things included in a tzlaf. This tzlaf is all, is, is all inclusive. But But when it comes to a palm tree, nobody, again, nobody's planting a palm tree for the palm shoot. It's just not a thing. And nonetheless, the halacha is, the halacha accords with Shmuel. So some uh, gemara is about the raw flour and palm, <laughs> palm shoots. Okay, Victor, a little different situation here. So again, we mentioned this bush that has a lot of different growths coming from it. Um, of an arla, right in its first three years, or the arla, and it's a plant in its first three years, one cannot benefit from it. But this is a situation in Chutz La'aretz, outside of Eretz Yisrael. So what does one have to do? Zayrik Yonis, he cannot eat the berries, the, the fruit itself, because they are Asr Bahana, one is not allowed to get benefit from the Arla. 
But for oichel, it's a kafrisim, but you can eat the shells because it's not considered a part of the fruit. So Gemara says, "Lameimer, do you mean to say that v'yoyne is piri v'kafrisim la piri that the shells are not considered a part of the fruit?" For a minute, we have a stira. Almina nitzvala olamal tamaris amar barpi adama. Well, v'yoyne nitzvala kafrisim amar barpi eight. We said that on the shells, one makes a barpi eight. Therefore, we see that shells are considered a part of the fruit, and it should be considered included in the orla and be aser bahana. He says, no, who the Amar Rebbe Rebbe Kiva? That's like Rebbe Kiva. The Tanan Rebbe Lezor, Amar Tzlaf, Mes Eiser, Tamar, Sav Yonis, Vekafrisen. A Tzlaf is chayv and Meiser, and needs to be tithed from every single aspect of it. The berries, the shells, everything. Rebbe Kiva, Amar, Ein Mesaser. Rebbe Kiva says it does not require Meiser. Elav Yonis, Belvad, only the berries. So therefore he holds that only the berries would have the Kedusha of Arla. Because it's a pre. I have a name Allah Rabbi Kiva. Instead of saying this whole last thing that we said over the last few lines, just say that Allah is Rabbi Kiva and make it simple. Whereas you can't say that. If we would have said that Allah is Rabbi Kiva, I mean, I would think that the Allah is like him to be makel even in Eretz Yisrael. Kamash Malan comes to teach us, if we have a kul in Eretz Yisrael, then we can apply that kul to Chutz But we can't necessarily do the opposite and apply it to Eretz Yisrael. Right? If we have a cool in, er- in Chutzlaret, we can't apply the cool at Eretz Yisrael, only vice versa. I have a name, Allah, Rabbi Kiva, B'chutzlaret, so then just say, it applies to him in Chutzlaret, not in Eretz Yisrael. Right? The Cholamekel Be'eretz, Allah, Kamaisei, B'chutzlaret. And we'll know that if we're Mekel in Eretz Yisrael, that Allah is like him in Chutzlaret. Or he says, no, if we would have said that, Avamina, Hani Mili, I would have thought that this only applies, Gabay Maiser, Elon, Deba'aretz, by taking Maiser off a tree from Eretz Yisrael, Gufa Midrabanan, which itself is only a Dindrabanan, Avagaba Orla, Deba'aretz, Midar Raisa, Eim B'chutzlaretz, Nami Nigzar. But when it comes to Arla in Eretz Yisrael, meaning not benefiting from the plant in its first three years, that's a Dindar Raisa. So I would say that for sure, that we would make Xerot for that to apply even in Chutzlaretz, because it's much stronger. If it's to be only a Durabanan, only an Issa Durabanan, maybe I wouldn't drag it over to Chutzlaretz. But if we're going to have an Issa Durabanan, so maybe I would drag it over to Chutzlaretz. Kamash Malan, that that is not in fact the case, and that's why we don't just jump and say that Allah is like Rabbi Kiva, because then we would we would make that mistake. And that's exactly what he saw. He saw that Ravashi would in fact throw away the berries and just eat the shells. He asked him, My Why are you do you paskin like Rabikiva? In which case you're Mako, in which case you hold that the shell is not a part of the fruit? Just go like Beshama and be one step more Mako. The Makili Tve, he's even more lenient. The time we Mishnah. according to Beshama is Kilaim Bekerim. And in order for it to be Kilaim Bekerim, it needs to be considered a vegetable. So he obviously holds that it's Slav, this type of bush, is considered a vegetable. Because he holds it's a fruit. Sorry. But both of them agree that it's Chayv and Arla. Whether or not they hold it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's considered Kilaim, meaning it's one of the forbidden mixtures or not, they both hold it's Chayv and Margaret in Arla. I haguf akasha. This itself is a question. Amarta, you just said slav beshamer am kalim bekerem am minyerik. From the fact that it's kalim bekerem means it has to be a vegetable. The other tanu elu elu ma'adim shechayv ba'arla am minyilon. And then you said that they're that they that they agreed that it's an arla, which means it's a, a fruit. Only fruits can be arla. So on the one hand you call it a vegetable, on the other hand you call it a fruit. Is it a fruit or a vegetable? Right. That's what the question comes down to. So the says, who, in Elon who? So says, no, hello, Kash, it's not a question. Beishamai was mesupik, he wasn't sure, so therefore, yeah, just in case, he went more, more strict. And, and he went to Bechomer. He called Makom to Beishamai, he still had a Suffolk Arla of it. Suffolk Arla, 
A Suffolk Arla in Syria, 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 in Eretz Yisrael, if you have a Suffolk Arla, then you have to be concerned that, it's, that, 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 that there's a problem here, there's an Isser, so therefore it would be Usser. But in Syria, it would be Mutter. Right? It's in Chutz Laaretz. You can go down and take it, but actually we're going to look at it as long as you didn't see a pic. Right? So at the end of the day, I don't understand. If you want it to be lenient like Rabbi Kiva, be even more lenient like Beishamai. Yeah, right? The, go, go all out. Go all out. You're going to be lenient? Go all out. So my answer is like this. Very, very incredible line. Rabbi Kiva, B'makam, Rabbi Lazar, Avdin, and Kavase. Rabbi Kiva, instead of Rabbi Lazar, Apaskin like Rabbi Kiva. When it's Rabbi Kiva versus Rabbi Lazar, Apaskin like Rabbi Kiva. But Beishamai, B'makam, Beishilel, Eina, Mishnah. But when we're talking about Beishamai versus Beishilel, Beishamai is not even learned. It's not a Mishnah. It's not something we can acknowledge as halacha. And we know that every time we paskin like, well, m- almost every time, we paskin like Beis Hillel. And so far, so far do we go to the point that the Gemara says, ain't a Mishnah. When Beis Shammai paskin something against Hillel, it's not, it's as if it's not learnt. It's not learnt. It's nothing. It has nothing to do with our halacha lamai. So we always go like Beis Hillel, and then they say, but uh, we will go like Beis Shammai when Mashiach comes from Heir Vyamenu very soon. Shkayach everyone. We will stop there on the top of Lamid Vav Amid Base.